childhood was somewhat of a blur. I, um, I remember being basically popcorned around, uh, kind of family member to family member. I, uh, apparently my father and my, my, my mother had a falling out when I was just a couple of months old. And I don't know the real story as to why that didn't work out, but I know that, uh, I heard that my mom basically was, uh, she wasn't ready to be a mother. And my dad, he was very much so like a free bird. He was kind of crazy, kind of just, just running, running with the wind. And, uh, but he, but he fought for me to be on my family's side or, or his family's side or my grandmother actually, I believe. She's always told me that I was special, and everybody's grandmother tells you they're special, but she did. She, she, she decided that I was worth more than just, you know, getting let go into the chaos of life, and she, she took me in, and uh, actually I stayed with her for a period of time, and then when I was older, I... My dad, he got out of jail. He was in and out of jail a lot. He was a great, great man when he wasn't drinking. And, uh, anyways, he, he was in and out of jail. And, uh, he was with a, he was with a woman named Darlene, which was, honestly, she was, she was kind of mean and weathered around the, you know, rough around the edges, but she was a good woman. Uh, my dad's, my dad's family didn't care much for her just because of the grief that, my dad dealt with on 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 account of Darlene but like I said she wasn't she wasn't the worst she wasn't the worst person she she always when I was growing up used to say you know like suck in your stomach and stick out your chest and straighten up your shoulders and and whenever I would cry she she'd give me a hard time basically she's I mean it seemed cruel but she's like you know I'd cry and she'd She'd say, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, and she'd put her hands out together as if to, to receive something and said, do you want to cry me a pool? And I remember just being so angry, so angry. But aside from that, uh, like, she, she taught me how to ride a bike. She taught me how to tie my shoes. She loved me. And it wasn't until later that I, I truly realized that I loved her too because she... She cared, even though she wasn't the same cut of fabric as, you know, my dad's family. She cared, and she, she, she raised me the way she thought a child is to be raised. She didn't, she didn't play, more or less. She, she was very serious about what she wanted a child to do, and like I said, she angered me so much. And she gave my dad a hard time, too. I mean, honestly, she, from what I've heard, you know, he was... He was a haphazard, reckless sort of man as far as like his habits and you know hobbies, and he would often come home drunk. Uh, and, you know, and she, she, they've been in, they've been into it. Like I remember hearing stories of she's more or less poisoned him. She stabbed him. She shot at him. She ran over him with a truck. <laughs> but he loved her for some. For some reason, he loved her, and I kind of believed that it was because she was, she was real. She wasn't, she wasn't necessarily shiny, or, you know, 
wonderful or even beautiful as far as world the world's concerned but she she was good in that she didn't she didn't deal with unreasonable things even though I'm sure she proposed some unreasonable things anyways my dad was in and out of jail and I have uh, two brothers by Darlene same dad different mom and uh, I, I was being kind of popcorned around on my dad's side of the family up until I was probably seven or eight and uh, I was I was given a chance or a decision to where I would like to go stay and living with my dad or my dad's wife Darlene was kind of complicated and, and chaotic and it was all honestly it was kind of scary to me when I was that age so I so I opted to to go and stay and live with my aunt or my aunt whichever tomato tomato and uh, she had a son named Matt which I grew to be very close with him and I'll I'll talk about that later but basically I, I saw Matt and I saw Jeannie and I and I'd stayed with Jeannie before actually I was basically while I was being popcorned around I I was almost almost Jeannie's son before Matt was born and I remember Jake was her husband he used to bring me home the little bundles of Tootsie Pops and Yoo-Hoo's and I remember it was great living with him I remember a sandbox and I remember this the playset tire swing hanging from this huge tree out in the front yard I remember dumping sand on top of my head and into my eyes and I remember crying and they're coming out to getting me I remember I remember there was a, a neighbor who lived across away and it seemed like it was so far away but it was probably just half an acre or so but the the weeds and the grass grew high and when I ran through it it was probably I remember I remember it being so tall it was probably up to my chest or shoulders I remember go, running across this field to this plate this playset with anyhow I chose to stay with them and I moved over with them and uh, shortly after this Jeannie had separated with Jake and I was there with her and Matt my cousin or brother and uh, I started I, she raised me she raised me up until I was well she raised me until I was old enough to leave the house my dad was in and out of jail and I loved my dad I I don't know why it didn't matter what he did or what he was in jail for and maybe because honestly my family kind of kept the truth from me as to why he was actually in jail but my grandmother always always favorited me and she loved me and she would go out of her way to take care of me I didn't live with her much but she was always there giving me stuff and looking out for me I'd on, a, on I'd often go with my grandmother and my grandfather Bill Pledger who was one of the best men I've ever known in my life even though I don't even know him that well and uh, we'd go visit my dad in prison and when I was 15 or 16 I got my learner's license and they they would have me drive to go see visitate see him in visitation and he was in he was in a handful of different places and I would drive and I learned how to drive going to see my dad in visitation but 
Anyhow, I grew up with my aunt, and uh, she married a man named Jimmy, who, later in life, I've come to find is one of the major, if not the major, father figure in my life. He taught me that the first thing, <laughs> if I've got an idea, my first thought is probably wrong. And that's horrible. But it's also true because I've, I've often made bad decisions going off my gut. But anyhow, I, I grew up with him, and uh, I, I was I was raised by my aunt, and she she was kind of eccentric, an eclectic ideal of of morals and whatnot. She believed in the the fringe, you know, like like psychic people, ghosts, you know, apparitions and whatnot, and. Uh, that kind of that kind of laid into me, and I still to this day I, I I do believe in the unknown, and I respect it. <laughs> I don't I don't mess with it. I don't I don't call spirits onto me because you know you might call them and they might never leave. But anyways, I grew up and I moved out when I was 18 or 19. Made a good friend with a man named. Arvella Levi Farmer, he was my best friend for a long time. He's still a good friend to this day, but you know, life moves us apart. And uh, anyways, I had I, I had a complicated childhood, but I don't want to say it was a bad childhood. Darlene instilled a bunch of truth and reality in me. My aunt loved me and and taught me to question she also taught me arts she showed me she showed me great literature and f film and all the people that were were broken you know broken characters are are the people that made me who I am and I appreciate that and like I said, uh, you know, most people, you know, if I told them my story, they'd be, you had a hor you know, you had a hard childhood. But I didn't. I don't think I did. I don't think I was. I, I don't believe I was ever abused. And uh, you know, everybody, everybody goes through some kind of hardship. Nobody has a perfect life. And if you do, I'm sad because how can you gauge what's good and what's bad if you haven't experienced? A certain extent of good and bad. These people that are, you know, that never have any problem or conflict, you know, they get into their middle ages and then they experience conflict and it breaks them. And me personally, I feel that what I've, I've experienced and, and seen in my life has, has brought me to a point to where I have a decent value or a decent guide or gauge of value and I, I don't know this is very vague and I apologize but I just wanted to, uh, to say that and maybe later I'll elaborate and and break it down a little bit more but I do believe that and this comes from I said something in a podcast earlier that you know sometimes true art or you know basically art a lot of times comes from anguish or hardship or the trials that we go through 
And even now, uh, people close to me, they, they're great artists and whatnot, and then they, they reach a point to where they're comfortable and they, they, they hit a block or a wall. And like, I just don't know, I just don't have it. But I do believe that art is a form of, of grasping to something when there's nothing to grasp. And like I said, I didn't have a bad childhood, but the hardship was there, and I believe it made me a, a knowledgeable, artistic, creative, understanding person. And I appreciate the people that took the time to, to raise me and give me a hard time and make me cry or, you know, I just appreciate it. And even though, you know, I went to what I went through, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change anything at all. I wouldn't go back a second if I had the choice because that would alter my children and all the other people in my life that have got me here and that have gotten to their point. And I really do think that I wouldn't change anything because I would be disrespecting or neglecting another person's life and what they're going through. I'm sorry, but uh, I just wanted to go on that. I went down that road, and uh, this is Sunday. It's March 4th. It's been a great weekend. Got a lot achieved. Spent the park. Spent the park. Spent the day at the park with my children today, with the two dogs, too, and it was it was really fun. And though Charlotte, the four-year-old, you know her, she always fights and fusses and honestly raises hell when you try to get her to leave the park. We had a good time. And we got home. And I'm like, did you have fun? She said, I had a blast. And I appreciate that. I appreciate my children loving and enjoying life. And I hope that me giving them a good life doesn't take away, you know, from their ability to weigh things down the way. I know they suffer. Honestly, I've got a sad story. And two of my children have been through some some pretty horrific instances in their life that's not not for for anything i have anything to control but you know other people in their lives but yeah i hope my i hope my four-year-old i i hope she can i don't know there's got to be there's got to be something to growing up with a good life and i hope i can keep giving her that good life I, i'm gonna be hard on her not for being mean or abusive, but I, I just want her to have somewhat of the same upbringing as I did because I feel like I've got a good, decent head on my shoulders because of it. Yeah, I got beat. Not beat. I got whooped. I never got beat. No one beat the hell out of me with their closed fist or nothing, but I got whooped. I got snatched up and slapped or popped. But I don't think that's, you know, we're human beings and there's a way that we that we are and what we respond to and I believe that you know it is what it is and you should you should be a good parent but don't hide things from your kids be truthful be honest and even though if it's not pretty sometimes it makes a better person down the way but anyways I'm gonna stop rambling I know I've been going on and on but I hope you guys had a good weekend we're going back into the week Monday is tomorrow and as usual Please don't overthink anything. Be the best you can. Do the best you can. 
and we'll get through this next week together. All right, you guys have a good night. Bye.